Hello mga ka-Arki at mga ka-Apsa. Ito naman tayo for another episode na puno ng kaalaman tungkol sa kung ano ba dapat ang ating isipin sa pagpili ng leader. Yes, this is your Apsa Looban episode 4 entitled Election Live here at the official Facebook page at of the Apsa Nationals at syempre sa Spotify. I'm Maria Belanueco from your Apsa LCCB. And I'm Sharona Gain Boko, also from UAPSA LCCB. At kami ang inyong mga kasama para sa isang makabuluhang kalakayan sa episode na ito. At syempre, as we prepare and equip ourselves sa nalalapit na halalan this coming May 9, 2022, nag-imbita tayo ng speakers from different sectors to us discern and assess the candidates whom we will vote for. And we are honored to have one of our distinguished guests to join us for this episode. So, ayan, hindi na namin patatagalin pa. Our guest speaker for today's episode is someone who finished his bachelor's degree in psychology at Riverside College, Bacolod in 2018 and was awarded with a service award and best intern award. A registered psychometrician, he also completed his academic requirements, CAR, for the degree Master's of Science in Psychology at the University of Negros Occidental Colatus. And as a leader, he has also undergone a leadership training with the Emerging Leaders Academy and served in various capacities in other schools, school clubs, and organizations. And as a professional, he has experience of working as a training and evaluation associate of a tertiary private hospital. He also serves as a marketing consultant of a psychological clinic and also a college instructor since 2018, handling psychology and social sciences subjects like politics and governance with the Philippine Constitution, reading and Philippine history, life and works of Rizal and ethics. He is also one of the panelists for Bacolod's electoral debate for the local elections held recently. Ladies and gentlemen, mga ko, kayo apsa, let us give it up for Sir Brian Lois Tamayo Villanueva. Good morning po, sir! Hello, Mariel. Hello, everyone. Thank you for having me, and it is an honor to be with you today. And I hope that this session will help you, will help all of us, especially uh-huh. that it's a few days to go before Election Day. Um, it is my hope that this will help you decide on which candidate to choose and what are the things that you should consider choosing your candidates both in the national and even in the local um, elections. Yes, that's very right, sir. So, um, ngayong mga araw na to, it's very critical. It's a critical stage for every voter since we are nearing our elections. And of course, it is right for everyone to be equipped or be armed with knowledge so that we are prepared kung ano bang um, circle, ano bang <laughs> Oo, anong circle yung kukulayan natin sa election mismo. So, before we proceed to the questions, baka sir, you want to introduce for yourself and even um, tell us, sir, about yourself for today. So, earlier, there's a an introduction that was given. So, basically, it's me. Opa, it's you, <laughs> sir. Me, um, I work as a marketing consultant right now in a psychological clinic. At the same time, I'm a college instructor um, in one of the colleges here in Bacolod City and handling um, 
social sciences subjects, as mentioned earlier, politics and governance, Philippine constitution, um, readings in Philippine history, life and works of Rizal, and right now I'm handling ethics as well as um, other psychology, major subjects in psychology in the past. And um, yeah, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also do reviews for the oh. board and licensure examination for psychometrician. Oh, I'm very sure all of these experiences have equipped our speaker, Sir Brian, with um, the right information to tell us what exactly are we looking for in a leader and, of course, the following questions that we have for you, Sir. Now that we have formally got to know our guests, pupunta na po tayo sa exciting part. We have prepared five questions for Sir Brian. Handa na po ba kayo, Sir? Yeah, and ang ating viewers and listeners na makinig at ng panibagong at makabuluhang insights at takeaways. So for our first question, we know po that you were one of the local panelists for Bacolod's local local election debate held recently. May you impart to us sir, your experiences or your experience in being one of the panelists and what were your preparations for it. Okay. Um, thank you for that, um, Marielle. Um, it was really an honor to be one of the external panelists, actually, um, during the mayorality debate um, conducted by one of the radio stations here in Bacolod City. So I was asked to ask a question about local economy. Um and it was a very difficult task to make a question that could encapsulate and that could um, give um, yeah, the right question to be asked no, during that debate since we, we were only given one question, one major question, and one follow-up question. So mm-hmm. what I did, I I asked questions to my friends. I asked questions to my connections as well. What are the pressing issues that we are facing right now, especially with, with our local economy? So they imparted their observations as well. They imparted their their knowledge about what is happening right now in our local economy and it is a reality that we need to accept that during the pandemic and even until right now that the economy is still recovering one of the pressing issues is all about our um, msmes or the micro small and medium enterprises which comprises i think 90 to 95 percent of the registered businesses here in Bacolod City and even in the national level. So I think it's between 90 to 95% are considered to be MSMEs. So basically our MSMEs are the ones who drive the economy, are the ones who who employ a lot of people. So they give jobs, they give opportunities to a lot of people. So basically my question revolve in that and revolve in the the problems of MSMEs as they recover from the pandemic 
another another thing that they asked was all about technology. How will the next mayor help um, our MSMEs adopt the technological changes that the world is facing? Because it is a reality that everything is going digital. And most of the time, you can see businesses who are still traditional in their way of doing business. So they're still recovering from the pandemic. Um, it entails a lot of cost as well as the adaptation to technology. That's another cost that they need to spend money on. So that's where my my question revolved. No? And as to the preparations, of course, I mentioned earlier, I asked my, my friends, I asked my my colleagues about it, what's their observation, and I did my research no, about the economy. For me to make that question, specific question, um, that was given to the two mayoralty candidates here in Bacolod City. But it was a fulfilling one, fulfilling experience, being able to ask a question um, to the two um, <clears throat> contending persons for mayor of Bacolod City. Wow, that is so great. And of course, me and Shilona, being both from Bacolod as well, we were, of course, one of those viewers who were who was able to benefit from that kind of question. So it's very relevant since, of course, you mentioned, sir, that uh, I would like to say that that kind of method, your method of asking your colleagues or the, or the people around you, was I think is very great because, parang there's this not only just you but there's this um, communal awareness that you have yeah. brought to the uh, you have brought to the presence of our mayor mayor candidate. So that is very amazing, sir. Yeah. And syempre, thank you rin po kasi diba at least you really considered po talaga yung mga perspectives din and insights oh, from the yes. people and you were able to bring it into the table for them to also yes. discuss. Yeah. So, ayun po. Um, adding on to that, sir, syempre, with your background to uh, have this uh, govern uh, good governance in the Philippine Constitution, yung ethics po natin na pag-aaralan natin. <clears throat> So uh, with that, and in line with um, Shampre uh, in this elections, what are the qualities that uh, we should look for and in a leader? At in your own personal note, ko, ano yung mga qualities na initingnan niyo? Okay, that's that's a very good question. Qualities. Uh, when we look for a boyfriend, when we look for a girlfriend, we um, are. Um, looking at different qualities, correct? Oh, <laughs> There are times that those boyfriend or the boyfriend that you have right now, or the girlfriend that you have right now, even though nakilat is munayan with all the qualities and everything, sinasabi nila walang forever, no? So may may break. So even with simple things like that, we look for the best qualities your girlfriend or for your boyfriend how much more when it comes to the ones who will lead the country for the next six years or for the ones who will lead um, our city our province for the next years so it's very important to think of i can think of three uh, i think this was based on a book that i have read um 
I forgot the title of the book and the author, but it's basically three C's, um, qualities of a good leader. Number one is competence, okay? And competence can be seen in the track record of a certain candidate. It's very important to research on that. It's very important to look at their track records. What have they done when they were elected officials of the country or even before they entered politics? Because it's a public record. We can see that. For example, um, one presidential candidate, um, before he entered politics, is like this, is like that. Or example, if a certain vice presidential candidate um, was previously a senator, you can look at the website of the Senate of the Philippines to check what are the laws that they have passed. What are their significant accomplishments? So you can really see that it's because competence is very important, even in in doing things like this, um, in leading your classroom. If you are a classroom officer, if you are a student leader in the student government of your school, competence is very important. So that is number one. Um, diba? Um, it, Gone were the days when, when popularity was the basis for electing student leaders and even our national and local leaders. So competence is very important. Second is character. Okay, character or integrity. Okay, you can see um, if they have records of corruption. Are they involved in? in corrupt practices in the past because that is very important. Um, it is just sad that Filipino people and others do not or others neglect this quality. Um, character can be seen in their track record of they have integrity or if they have records of corruption. Okay, because that is very important. Um, I think I, I have seen in Facebook that there's a, a meme. I don't know if that's a meme, but yung nagsasabi ba na at least siya nagnakaw, binabalik niya naman sa tao. What kind of thinking is that? Oh, it's, it's, it's stealing. And stealing is never and will never be Okay, that's a a um, expression of who that person is. So, character is very important. Is that person a liar? Does he keep on lying in the interviews that is being done? Okay, so character is very important. So competence based on their track record, their accomplishments, character, do they have integrity? Are they worthy of emulation? If you are a parent, would you want your children to emulate that leader? When I was still in elementary, I can remember that in the classroom, there's a picture 
of the President of the Republic of the Philippines. And every day, your child, if you send them to school, they can see that the face of that person is that person worthy of emulation when it comes to um, his or her character. Competence and character are very important. And third, connection. Okay? Are they able to empathize? Are they able to connect with people? Because connecting with people will make a lot of difference, especially in terms of how you deal and how you lead the country. Because at the end of the day, this is the government of the people, by the people, and for the people. Yes. So the leader, the next leader, can be national or even local, that person should be able to connect. Connection is very important. So competence, character, and connection. Very simple. PCs. I, I, I cannot remember who's that author, but I think I, I got this from one book that I have read before. So competence, character, and connection. Very well said. Thank you so much. Do you also agree with that? (laughs) Yes, of course. Yes. Competence, character, connection. Those actually, what you said, sir, is very. It's very profound. Yeah. Oh, ang concise, ang concise, ang profound, ang ang very true. (laughs) For the last word, ang very true, sir. That uh, and and um. This election is very crucial kasi. So we need to to elect the right leaders to lead this country and to lead um, our city, to lead our province because um, this election or the, the next leaders that we'll be electing are the ones who will lead this country out of the pandemic for oh, two years. Yes, so that's very crucial. Yes, uh, that's yes. very crucial. This is one of the most crucial elections in 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 the history of the Philippines. Yes. We have to choose wisely. We have to choose wisely on the leaders that we will elect. And in this election, each one of us is, I know, is well, one person, one vote. So yes. we have to use that vote wisely. Yes, yes. So vote for a person who is competent person who has the character and the person who can connect with people. Very well said, sir. Actually, medyo na ano ako doon ah, medyo na speechless ako doon ah. Ang daming <laughs> ang daming kong yeah, parang maisip, done. parang uh-huh. na ano na na absorb na habang habang nagsasabi si sir, parang ang dami ko ring ay ah, yung ano ba parang ang dami kong analyze ganun so medyo napa <laughs> napatungan ako si ganito ba opo um, opo ano siya opo um, ganyan ganun yung mga questions <laughs> na yun very very well said okay, for our third question sir can you share some tips on how we can better assess and critique the candidates that we research about and of course sir as we watch debates and interviews of our um, candidates, they are of course using the power of words and of course on um, the power of social media. So, um, how can we as voters be can better assess and 
um, analyze what they are presenting to us via their campaign um, elections. Okay. Um, most of the time, the campaign is targeting the emotions of people. Correct? Yes. They are targeting the feelings of people. But if you look deeply, it's more than that, actually. You should assess the candidates. So what I told you earlier, based on the three qualities, competence, character, and connection. But we should also assess them based on the data that is available. We should be data-driven in our decisions. We should be data-driven in, in choosing our candidates. We should be very concerned about it. We should be very concerned about the credible information that we get. And we should be able to critic them based on that standard. Okay? We should be data-driven because, for example, numbers don't lie. Okay? And we base the data on numbers. Okay? And most of the time, people would say um, they will not base their decision on data because it's hard to understand. Oh, it's not hard to understand. Now, most of the time, we don't believe the data that are being presented to us because it hurts our ego, it hurts our feelings, it hurts our emotions. But we need to do that because if we only base our choosing of candidates on feelings and emotions, it can be easily manipulated. Yes. Okay? It can be easily thwarted. Okay? That's why we should be data-driven because numbers don't lie. Based on the accomplishments of the candidates, what have, you, what have they accomplished? Okay? I think I have seen posts about the number of of beneficiaries for the scholarship program of this candidate, the number of schools restored, the number of this, the number of that, that's good. Because they're presenting it in numbers and numbers do not lie. So we should assess them based on that. And take note of this. When you listen to debates, when you listen to the candidates' forum, always check. Are, are the things that they are saying true? Or maybe they're just making it up? Yes. Diba? Meron okay. sa kanila nagsasabi na ganito, ganyan, ganito yung nagawa ko sa ganito, ganito yung nagawa ko sa ganung lugar. But in reality, nga nga. Wala. Okay? It's just words. It's just the play of words. But in reality, ulang output, wala kang makita. Okay? So we should assess that, we should research on it, because it's, it's, sabi nga natin, information is readily available in our hands with just one click. Um, it's easily available. 
So we have to do our research. We have to double check always the things that are being presented to us, even in their speeches, even in their campaigns, even in their in the debates that they are um, joining. So that's it. Yeah, that's so true, sir. Talagang napaka-importante ng fact-checking, cross-checking, yes. references that you've had. And yung also, we should really be open to new information. Yung katulad din ng sinabi po ng isang speaker namin uh, in the guests of this episode and series, yung we should um learn and learn yung mga bagay-bagay na... Yung, when we were presented with new information, we, we should also uh, check its credibility. And if totoo naman, at uh, we've proven it na makatulong sa atin in discerning the candidates. So, why not? Most of the time, um, it is our pride that stops yeah. us from unlearning the things that yeah. we have learned. Yeah. But we have to do it for the sake of our future, for the sake of the future of our children for the sake of the future of our country. Yes. So, it's very important. Yes, sir. And um, this is actually the, the fourth episode. So, even for the first episode, it has been brought up now that, you know, um, as according to Sir Brian and other speakers as well, they were all um, unanimous about the data-driven um, factor that must be considered when choosing a candidate. But um, even before, sa, sa start ng episode one, I was already thinking na, um, and I searched it um, just right now, according to the PSA or the Philippine Statistics Office, there is in, this is a 2020 report, um, the literacy rate of the Philippines is estimated at 91%, which is illiteracy, oh no, literacy, which, we, which means we have about 8.4, if I'm right, 8.4% of literacy, which is, um, I think, is also one of even just a small, if even just a small percentage, but I think it's one also one of the factors that allows voters or people to understand um, what this data-driven um, factor is all about because a lot of our speakers have said that research 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 and yes. of course that is very one of our the great uh the very right things to do but philippines has this um in ano pa, yung mga means uh, we have a uh, reading comprehension um yeah. problem which i think is of course related not to the our educational departments and so also it's one of the things that our futures, future candidates or future leaders should consider is to also, you know, mapapay yung ating educational system so that we may be empowered as, yeah. as a community that we are, we, we cannot be manipulated by words, we cannot be um, manipulated by fake news or fake yeah. data. That's all yeah. <laughs> And critical thinking is very important in this day and age. And as what you've said, um, the illiteracy rate here in the Philippines is very high. No? And most people right now are, are lazy to read. No? 
For example, even simple instructions posted in the door, in the windows of, of, of any offices, they're not able to read it properly and they're not able to understand it. So much more the, the court rulings or <laughs> much more um, the news that are or the, the books. Okay? So we need to, to teach uh, the, the next generation to do research, to appreciate data, to understand data. So in order for them to make an informed decision. Okay. Yes, in order for us to make an informed decision. Okay. Very well said. Yeah, so, of course, we have a lot of takeaways. And for sure, um, yung ating mga ngayon, they also have thoughts in the comment section. So, ayan, guys, as we proceed, um, sir, can you share naman to us how important local elections are and why should we also choose our local government officials wisely? Kasi minsan na parang um, mas nagpo-focus lang more on the national level, presidential, and vice-presidential. So, syempre napaka-crucial din ng ating locals. Ayun po. Okay, that's a very good question and that's a very good observation that most of the time we neglect the importance of, of the local elections, neglect the necessity of, of electing or choosing wisely our local leaders. So I think the local elections is very important because the local officials are the ones who are more closer to the people. Okay? They, um, they are the ones who can see right away, who can understand right there and then who can see the real scenario that is happening on the ground. That's why we need to elect good leaders in the local elections or in the local politics as well. Because they can see what their constituents are, are experiencing. They can see what their constituents are going through. So they can ask for help from the national government out of their observations, out of the data that they have gathered on the ground. And most of the time, we need help as soon as possible. For example, during the time of, of a calamity, Yes. Of course, the Philippines yes. is, is prone to typhoons, to, to earthquakes, and, and the like. So who are the first responders? It's the local government. Okay? It's the local government. It's the barangay officials. It's, it's, it's the city officials who, are, who should be the first respondents, who should be the first ones who to act on that certain problem, a typhoon, a, 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 an earthquake, because they are with their people. Okay, That's why it's very important to choose good leaders in the local elections as well. And I think right now, um, it's in the last year, in previous years or this year, 
um, the budget of the local government units were increased. No? So those budget, those money of the local government units must also be translated to programs and basic services for the people. No? For example, um, the program on healthcare. Yeah. Okay? They're the ones who, what's the need? They, they're the ones who can see the need of their constituents. For example, um, how many people are asking for hypertensive or hypertension maintenance in the city health office? And you can see there's a problem when it comes to hypertension in, 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 the, in our city. So they can do something about it. Okay? Um, there is um, flood in, in that city. Okay? So they can ask if they don't have the budget in the local government unit, they can partner with the national government to check, to double-check, to re review Okay, the, the, the drainage system and and work on it okay, based on the budget that they have or, or other fundings as well. Okay, and they can also work with local professionals, local um, educators, the academe. Okay, for example, in, in, in developing the city, they can work with engineers. They can work with architects. They can work with other professionals who are not employed by the government but who are willing to, to help the city in developing our city because it's, it's, no one has the monopoly of, of good intentions. No one has the monopoly of good ideas. Yes, and, and as a community, there are a lot of people who are willing to help. Uh, and, and the first ones who can tap them are our local government leaders. That's why it is very important to um, elect yeah. the right good leaders for yeah. in, in, in local elections. Oh, okay. Okay. But for example, the 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 beautification of, of the public plaza. Yes. Okay? So there are a lot of artists, there are a lot of professionals who can help think of, of the right thing to do to beautify the public plaza when do it. Okay? Oh, so that's very crucial. So the local yes, elections um, is very crucial. Agreed, sir. Um, Especially so when it comes to basic services. Yeah. Okay? Yes, agree, sir. as Sir Brian mentioned earlier, yung mga mayors natin or um those in the local local positions are those who are capable of seeing kung ano talaga yung need ng mga people directly. Um, may, we may have we may give a lot of importance to our president because of course our president and the executive national executive officers. Are the, are the ones who will be, um, in a larger scale, will be the ones organizing everyone. But our mayors or our local candidates will be the one who will be able to give that kind of 
um, the data that our president or their executive leaders will need in order to make informed decisions to make Philippines a thing. Oh, oh. So, then, parang, me personally, I was parang, hindi naman, parang na-attack ako slight because um, in my own ballot, I have, I have still to think about who is my mayor. But, bef- but, um, It reminds me of that kind of tra- tragedy sa nakalimutan ko yung lugar pero mag may storm surge yung nagka storm surge tapos um there was um uh, difficulty in the con- communication between the government officials weren't so informed about um this the word storm surge that was so that so that was why there was a lot of casualties there and You know, it just puts that kind of um, situation is one of the one of the many situations that can help put you in, pers- in perspective how really important it is to um, you know not disregard or not belittle our um, local elections. Because um, they're the ones uh, directly we can talk to, speak to, and the ones who can uh, represent us or the. Exactly. provinces the cities to the national ano mm. the national government and of course lastly <laughs> and lastly um, i would just like to say na even though some people may think na oh bacolod lang yan city lang yan ano, yeah. every city is um in it's a cell in a bigger in a bigger organism in a bigger picture wow. so without that without that cell functioning work um, properly, it will also affect others and the whole organism as well. So, yun na. Yeah. si Mariel. But yeah, really. Kasi diba, um, napaka-importante nga po talaga, no? not just here in Bacolod, but in, in all of the local governments in the Philippines na now we see them having these initiatives to improve their cities and you know, uh, nagkakaroon din po siya ng ripple effect to inspire yes. others to do things as well na parang exa- example, may mga projects na na maganda that is okay. really beneficial to under constituents and to the city nakahelp naman sa economy and how we deal with the pandemic so, diba, at least uh, we learn from each other and like, we work hand in hand to to overcome this challenge na makatawid yes. tayo on in this next um step na maging maayos na lahat for everyone so yeah, yeah. and okay. another follow up med hindi naman siya follow up question because it's one of our main questions but it's also related to this discussion we yeah. had earlier how sir would you want to see the philippines in the coming years yeah. how do i want to see the philippines in the coming years okay I want to see the Philippines as a country who is respected in the international arena. A country that is respected because we have leaders who leads the country rightly, who leads the country correctly, and who delivers quality services to the people. I want to see Philippines as a country 
that is of the people, by the people, and for the people. A country that is respected in different aspects like education. Our graduates are being respected. Our graduates are being um, appreciated okay, because of the education that they get here in the Philippines. I want to see a country that is respected when it comes to our economy. There's a big potential here in the Philippines when it comes to our economy. But there's just a problem somewhere out there. Why our economy cannot move forward. But I want to see a, 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 a Philippines in the Philippines respected when it comes to it to its economy when it comes to its healthcare system this pandemic proved that our healthcare system is failing or maybe not that good okay so i want to say country that is ready to face whatever pandemics that may come in the near future. And I want to see the Philippines being proud. Or should I say, I want to see the Philippines having its citizens being proud of being a Filipino. That's how I want to see Philippines in the next few years or in the near future. Yes, the same po tayo noon, sir. Gusto <laughs> <laughs> no, na ma-achieve. And we hope that um, of all of our candidates, uh, yung mga tumatakbo po for the elections, ay yung mga pangako, yung mga platforma nila, yung mga programa nila for the people, hindi siya mapapako once they are seated kung sino man po ang <laughs> I really hope that um yeah they will be able to uh really put this on action. And, uh, and, and we should hold them accountable yes. for the promises that they make you know, for our country. We should hold them accountable sa binila ganito kami ang nanalo, gagawin namin ganito, gagawin namin ganyan. Pag nanalo sila, should ask them nasanayan. Okay? Because that's their promise. Okay? That's their promise. So we should hold them accountable. They should be responsible with that. Because yeah. they, 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 that's not their promise to themselves. That's their promise to the people. Yes. And also, when when our candidates have this their platforms being um said when in their election rallies and stuff like that i always think na i always have doubts even though whoever that person is i have doubts na makakaya ba niya mapapatupad niya ba niyan or something like that because um it's very easy to say but when you're actually seated um based also on my experience as of course, a student leader, when you're um, holding a position, it, it doesn't, like, 
when you uh, parang ginawa, parang gagawin mo na yung mga projects mo, it's not very simple because you have to coordinate with a lot of people. You have, co- you have to um, manage your resources very well. And there are a lot of factors that may um, may challenge your your perspective, the things you want to do. And so we we pray for those president or oh, for the next president and for those next government officials to be elected in position to um, have that strength, that courage to pursue and actually believe, continue to believe on what they believed in during their election protests and rallies. so true much <laughs> talagang uh, i can really relate to that no so yeah there there are really a lot of things to consider but um i hope that in every decision that they will make this will be for the good of all na uh, for the betterment of our country and and the people yeah, yeah. and ayon syempre to wrap it all up uh that Tatanungin ko na ba, Maye, or ikaw na? <laughs> Sige pa, ako pa yung tatanong. Parang kinakabahan ako, ano ba yung tanong mo? Medyo-medyo, <laughs> ano pa to, um, MU, Miss Universe PH pong question. Any words of encouragement po for our audience as the elections draw near? Okay. Words of encouragement? I always say this. Um, I think when I started teaching in 2018, um, my first students were psychology students, and I was handling their politics and governance with Philippine Constitution um, subject. And um, it's 2018, and in 2019, um. We, we had a local election, right? 2019. So, yes. one thing that I reminded them, and I always tell them this, even my students right now, go out and vote. Okay? Practice your right you know, to vote. In this election and in every election season, each one of us is equal. One person has one vote. Go out and vote. Okay, on May 9, go out, go to your percent. Right now, it's a few days before the elections. I know most of you are already decided which candidate to choose for president, which candidate to choose for vice president, for senator, if you're voting for a governor, board members, mayor, vice mayor, councillors. Still a few days to go. Pray. Okay, ask for wisdom in choosing the right candidates. Secondly, research. Research, research. Is that candidate competent? I will always go back to this. Is that candidate honest? Is that candidate has the character, integrity? Is that candidate 
able to connect with people. So pray, and research, research, research for now. And on May 9, go out and vote. Encourage your friends to vote. And pray, let's pray. Pray safe and honest and clean elections this 2022. So again, this is one of the most crucial elections in the history of the country. May it be that the next government, that the next leaders will be leaders of the people, by the people, and for the I'm just very, very grateful and a lot of, you know, I was able, able to think a lot deeply about what this election really means. And so I'm really, that clap was to um, thank you, sir, for everything, for your insights and knowledge. Yeah. That is so true. Talagang ayun nga po. And we should really look uh, to our leaders, no? Um, tatlong C na ibinili ni sir. Yung competence, yung character, and connections. How um, we should, you know, really exercise our uh, right to suffrage, right? Vote. At syempre tayong mga uh, as responsible voters, um, we really should equip ourselves no kung uh, pag-aralan natin kung ano ba yung mga uh, responsibilities na hinuhold ng ganitong uh, government position para mas maintindihan natin kung uh, sino ba yung ating uh, isasama hmm. sa listahan <laughs> natin as we uh, have this moment. So, ayun po. That's my takeaway. Uh, ikaw naman, Maggie, how about you? Okay. <laughs> Actually, ang dami ko pong takeaway pero um, I will ju- I'm just gonna summarize it. And so first, yung ano, yung sinabi ni yeah. yung unang sabi ni Sir, yung 90 to 95% of SMEs of the voter population. I also I was also reminded of another speaker who said that the youth has the the, the youth comprises of 56% of the voter population. And so Parang na ano po na, yeah, it's really a reality that there are a lot of um, sectors or a lot of uh, factors that can really affect and are supposed to be and should be considered by our government, not just not just maybe the majority, but also the minority and the marginalized in our society. And also yung, of course, yung tatlong C's ni Sir, yung competence, character, and connection. At saka yung um, that we should also research and uh, focus on data-driven facts because numbers do not lie. And also, yung pinaka, ang na tumagos sa puso ko ngayon for today's video <laughs> is yung yung what our elect um local election uh, local candidates uh, the importance of their position and what they play as a key position for the betterment of our country so good no joke parang ginabuhos ko <laughs> ngayon 
because parang as in ang daming daming nakasalalay for this election and it's so yeah uh, yeah again very critical and so again guys we should be um we should know who to vote for rightly and that we should be assured and we should be um um confident that whoever we will vote for will really do their job because it really isn't like um need to Nisha joke six years is very a, a long time, especially that we have this pandemic uh, with us, and that there are she is starting to recover from the effects of pandemic. There are a lot of things to fix in our country, as there are a lot of issues that were that arose and were put into a spotlight this past two to three years of the pandemic. And so, again, the cruciality of this election is not something to be parang pabayaan lang or something. And by the way, um, as what I've told you earlier, encourage your friends to vote. No? Encourage your friends, your family members to vote. And I think in of the 100% of the voting population. So we have to encourage our friends to vote. Go out and vote this day. Yes. And so we are going to wrap it up our yeah. episode for today. Thank you so much, sir, Ryan, Brian, thank for you, today's yeah. very informed and well padaming knowledge na naman naman tayo, guys, for this election. And we by now, we are assured that our audience and our listeners are very equipped with the decision, uh, with the information they need for May 9th's election. Ayan. So yeah, mga kayo up. So just keep on uh, sharing to us your insights and thoughts in this episode. And uh, we would really appreciate it kapag uh, narida namin yung inyong takeaways and reflections, especially in this whole series. No? And of course, to our uh, speaker for this afternoon, Mr. Brian Lois William Bueva. So, yeah. uh, to express our gratitude to our speaker, Shempre, please allow us to read the contents of the certificate. So, the United Architects of the Philippine Student Auxiliary presents the Certificate of Appreciation to Sir Brian Lestamayo Villanueva for being a guest speaker in UAPSA Loobin Episode 4 entitled Election Local under Hakbang UAPSA patungo sa kinabukasang puno ng pag-asa, a voters' education campaign for the upcoming national and local elections 2020. Given this 27th day of May, 2022, ayan. Ayan. natin, of course, our Yapsala Obin sub-event head, Ms. Mariel Balanueco, and um, yours truly, Hapbang event head, Shalom Ibojo, our Secretary General, um, Mr. Aidan De La Rosa, our national president, Mr. Zion Enrico Likop, and our chairwoman, architect Abigail Pimentel. Yeah. Huh. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you, thank you as well. Thank you for for this invitation. Yes, and to our um audience, we hope that you were able to save the question that was flashed in our screen earlier. That will be one of the questions that we have for our podcasts mini 
mini quiz, <laughs> mini <laughs> trivia yeah. side segment for this episode. And so, again, once again, we thank our speaker, Mr. Brian Lois Villanueva, for importing with us his experiences and invaluable knowledge that we, again, is something that we can learn for, from. And with that, maraming salamat mga kayo, Apsa. See you again on our next episode. Last episode na tomorrow. So same time, same page. I'm Shalana Gainboko. And I'm Marielle Villanueco. And this has been New Apsa Loblin Episode 4 of Hakbang New Apsa. Patungo sa kinabukasang puno ng pag-asa. A voters' education campaign for the national and local elections. See you guys. See you guys tomorrow. Yes, thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Hi, thank you, sir. Thank you, thank you Shalana. Thank you, Marielle.